The Productive Woman, Episode 358. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome back or welcome if you're new. In this episode, we'll be talking about some productivity resources I've found recently that you might find helpful. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at theproductivewoman.com slash 358. This episode is inspired by feedback from the survey that I've talked about in the last two or three episodes that I've mentioned. Uh, There will be a link to that survey in the show notes for this episode as well. This was just my effort to get some feedback from you on what I can do to make the podcast more useful, more helpful to you. And in the survey responses, as well as in some emails that I've received recently, a lot of you have asked for more resource recommendations, books and so on, uh, that I like, that I recommend, that can help us in our journey to making a meaningfully productive life. So what I thought I'd do this time is share some of those resources that I found and appreciated recently or that I'm reading or consuming now. So the criteria for choosing what to talk about on this episode were pretty simple. Uh, It needs to be something that's relevant to making a meaningfully productive life and be something that I haven't discussed previously on the podcast. You know, I talk about resources all the time. So, you know, I'm not going to talk about things like Essentialism, the book that I've mentioned so many times as being one of my favorite, or some of the podcasts that I've talked about in the past. These, I think, are all new in terms of uh, not only me finding them recently in most cases, but also that I haven't talked about on the show. And I do want to say at the outset that. I don't necessarily agree with everything that's said in these various resources. So I'm going to talk about some books, some podcasts, and um, some YouTube channels that I enjoy. Not everything that's said on the podcasts that I'm going to talk about, or the YouTube channels that I watch, or even the books is something that I necessarily agree with. Because I make a point in sort of my own self-education of checking out a lot of different viewpoints. I purposely will read books or articles written by people whose whose perspective is different from mine because I want to learn. I want to understand how other people think. So not everything in these is going to be something that I agree with, but I have found something of value in each of these. And so as with anything, including even this podcast, I encourage you to read or listen with an open mind, but a discerning mind. Take what's of value to you and discard what's not. So with that being said, let's talk about just a few uh, books, 
podcasts and YouTube channels that I have uh, discovered recently or been enjoying recently learning from. And I think this will be a pretty short episode, but I think you'll get some value from it, some suggestions of, of resources that you can check out. I think it's a good time maybe to do this because as we're coming into the last part of the of the summer here in the the Northern Hemisphere, Maybe you're taking a trip or going on vacation and you'd like to grab a book or two to take with you or a a podcast to listen to as you travel and that sort of thing. So maybe one or more of these will fit that bill for you. So first of all, some books. And I think I've got one, two, three, four books to recommend that I have been reading or listening to recently. The first one is a book called Lightly, How to Live a Simple, Serene, and Stress-Free Life. And that title all by itself caught my attention in my Audible feed. This is a book by a woman named Francine J. And she talks about it basically as a recipe book for minimalism. So she is advocating for a minimalistic lifestyle. She offers a a perspective on simplifying your life so you can be more peaceful and productive, more have a more simple, serene, as she says, and stress-free life, reducing the stress in our lives by simplifying things. It offers a lot of very practical tips on decluttering, on reorganizing and simplifying your home, your schedule, your life. I'm actually listening to the audible version of this book and really getting a lot out of it. I find myself kind of thinking about some of the things that she says. So I, I plan to get a hard copy of the book so I can go back through and reread and ponder parts of it. And so what the Amazon listing says is this, and I'm going to kind of share some of this because I think it might be interesting to you and help you understand what this book is about. So on Amazon, where it talks about this book, here's what it says. Do you ever feel like life is weighing you down? Like the stuff in your home, the to-dos in your schedule, the worries in your heart are too much? Make lightly your mantra, one lovely little word to live by and transform your life. There's no shortage of decluttering books on the market, but lightly is different. It goes beyond decluttering to uplift your thoughts, your actions, every moment and aspect of your life. Learn how to lighten your stuff to create a serene space with your favorite things, your step to consume less and live in harmony with the earth, your stress, be less busy and breeze through your days and your spirit, clear emotional baggage from your mind and heart. When you want to clear out a closet, free up some time, get rid of a nagging guilt, you can listen to or read the relevant sections of this book for the help you need. What's more, Lightly is a complete philosophy of life. When you're tempted by an impulse purchase, trying to resist a chocolate donut, or struggling to say no to another obligation, all you have to remember is one word, Lightly to boost your resolve and make beautiful choices. It doesn't get any easier than that. And I think that really summarizes well the feel and the the tone of the book. And it's one that I recommend. I'm still, I'm maybe halfway, a little more than halfway through the book. And really it's, it's one of my favorites that I have found recently. The second book that I have found recently and can recommend is a uh, 
a book called I Really Needed This Today, Words to Live By. Uh, And it's written by Hoda Kotb, who is a host of the Today Show on television here in the United States. And this is a a, a book of very short readings, simply a page, one page for each day of the year. Each page features an inspirational, funny, or thought-provoking quote, and then maybe a sentence or two of her thoughts about it. And it's it's one of those that you can pick it up in the morning, maybe as part of your morning routine, or at night, um, whenever, and just read the page for that day and give you something to think about or something to make you smile. And so, you know, a couple of the quotes that are in it that I that caught my attention. One of them is, today I want you to think about all that you are instead of all that you are not. (laughs) Good reminder for all of us, I think. Another one is a quote by uh, Simone, I think it's Whale, Weil. And the quote is, attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. And that's the quote for one day. And then uh, Hoda shares it. Just Just a couple of sentences. These can be read in like two minutes or less. And so it's a really good, if you want something like that to sort of give you something to think about during the day, make you smile, um, you know, get you off to a good start on the day. Uh, this would be a really good book for that. And I'm enjoying reading through that. The third book I have to recommend is called Successful Aging. And this is written by Daniel J. Levitin. He is a neuroscientist, a cognitive psychologist, and a best-selling author who wrote the fascinating book that I've mentioned before called The Organized Mind. And I'll, I'll put a link to that book in the show notes as well. But Successful Aging basically explores the myths and science regarding how we age and what we can do to age well and remain healthier, active, and productive into our later years. And, you know, this is interesting to me for obvious reasons. I turned 61 this year, and I want to be able to continue living an active and productive life as I get older. And so, Actually, my husband recommended this book. He picked it up at an airport on a trip that he took and he read it and he actually marked some things for me to to look at because he thought they were relevant to some of the things we've talked about on the podcast. And so I've just started reading this one and it's I like the way Daniel Levitin writes because he goes into the science, but he weaves into it stories of specific people or different things like that. So it's a very um, engaging book with lots of information and practical tips from what I have seen so far on how we can be healthy, active, and productive as we get older. And one quote that I that caught my attention as I started reading it is in the introduction to the book, he talks about how his generation kind of dismissed the, the older generations as being irrelevant. And he says, the cost of sidelining the elderly is enormous in lost economic and artistic productivity, severed family connections, and diminished opportunities. We can begin to model better behavior by embracing those who are a generation ahead of us, our parents' generation. And we can adopt practices that will keep us, as older beings, relevant and engaged with others well into our 80s and 90s and perhaps beyond. 
So whether you are, uh, as I am, a woman of a certain age, as they say, or yet much younger, I, I what I've read so far, I, I can already recommend this book as something uh, to help us all think differently about aging, uh, both for ourselves and for the people that we care about and the rest of the world. So this is Successful Aging by Daniel Levitin. And as I mentioned, I will have links to all of these in the show notes, so you don't have to remember the titles. And then the fourth book that I wanted to mention is one you might want to read because it's written by a woman, Carrie Lawrence, who is an upcoming guest on the show, which is why I am reading it. And this book is called Span of Control. And Carrie is uh, one of the first female F-14 Tomcat fighter pilots in the United States Navy. She wrote this book. This is her second book. She wrote another one, I think is called Fearless Leadership which I have not read. And Span of Control is subtitled, What to Do When You're Under Pressure, Overwhelmed, and Ready to Get What You Want, uh, which, you know, that's an intriguing subtitle all by itself. And it's part of why I was interested in, and invited Carrie to be a, a guest on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Span of Control is uh, build as a leadership book, but is focused on how we can overcome our circumstances by instead of being overwhelmed by them, by learning to focus our attention and our energy on the things we can control. Uh, so instead of, you know, spinning our wheels and, and obsessing over the things that are beyond our control, uh, from what I've can see in this book so far, she's, she's encouraging us to identify what we can control and do something about as a way of dealing with overwhelm and, and pressure and crises. So it looks very interesting. I have just started reading this one, but you might want to read it before she appears on the show in a few weeks. So those are four books. Uh, again, those were Lightly, How to Live a Simple, Serene, and Stress-Free Life by Francine J. Uh, I Really Needed This Today, Words to Live By by Hoda Kotb, Successful Aging by Daniel J. Levitin, and Span of Control by Carrie D. Lawrence. So now I want to get into some podcasts that I can recommend if you're looking for something new to listen to. And I've talked about, you know, the productivityist and beyond the to-do list and of course Brooke Castillo's web or a podcast. And so I'm not talking about those. These are some that I listen to that on and off that I really like and get, that have really useful information across the spectrum of things related to making a life that matters. And so the first one I can recommend is called Focused, and its hosts are David Sparks and Mike Schmitz. Uh, David is also a host of Mac Power Users, which has long been uh, at the top of my favorite podcasts list. And Focused is one he started after that. And it's subtitled or it's kind of catchphrase is life is more than cranking widgets. And so in the Focused podcast, uh, David and Mike host pretty long episodes where they and their guests go deep into topics 
I actually had forgotten that I was their guest on this podcast back in February 2019 on their episode 67. We talked about staying motivated. I hadn't thought about that when I first put this on the list to mention on this episode. Just I, I like the podcast. It's one that I listen to pretty frequently. So I can recommend this one. One recent episode that was good was just... Um, just recorded or just published not too long ago on July 20th of 2021. And this was an episode on toxic productivity. It asked the question, at what point does your quest for productivity and efficiency become toxic? And so in this episode, they talk, among other things, about the hazards of trying to duplicate the system or setup of someone else, some expert or influencer, and thinking it will work for you just like it does for her or him. And lot, lots of good food for thought in there. So like I said, their episodes are pretty long. Uh, the podcast that I'm going to mention here, this is the one that has the longest episodes. They're usually around an hour, maybe a little more, but they really go deep. They have some great guests and uh, their episodes when it's just the two of them are very informative, very thought provoking, give you lots of good ideas about being productive in a worthwhile and meaningful way. The second podcast I would mention is the Clutterbug podcast. And this is all about organizing tips, tricks, and inspiration. And this host also has a YouTube channel as well as books that she's published. I mentioned one of hers uh, called Real Life Organizing in episode 291 when I talked about my favorite organizing tips from professional organizers. And so the host of this podcast is, is one of those. She does very short episodes with very practical tips to help you get your home and your life organized. That's her, her jam. She's a professional organizer. And so she's got a really neat kind of rubric for identifying your productivity personality or your cluttered personality that's worth checking into. But the podcast, as I said, is short. They're like 15, 20 minute episodes. And uh, one of them recently, uh, early June of 2021, was called Lower Your Expectations to the Floor. She encourages us in that episode to embrace the imperfect in our organization, which is similar to something we talked about not too long ago on this podcast about, you know, being willing to do things badly. And I forget which episode that was, but we'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, so here she's encouraging us to let go of what it should look like to be organized and recognize that instead of trying to organize things right, and I'm using air quotes there, just do something because anything you do will be better than nothing. And if your home is disorganized or your office or whatever, just doing something is better than doing nothing. And, and one quote that I really like from this episode, she said, there is something so liberating about letting go of the expectations we put on ourselves and embracing good enough. I, and I thought that's so true. And another little thing she said in this episode that I also made note of because I thought it was good. Done today is better than perfect tomorrow. So this a, a great little podcast for quick inspiration and ideas if getting organized in your home is uh, a goal of yours. Uh, the third podcast I thought I'd mention is called the School of Self-Image Podcast. 
And this is another one with short episodes with encouraging and motivational messages. The host is a certified life coach whose focus is improving your self-image, which that's what caught my attention because it's something I've struggled with over the years. She talks about a lot of things. She's really, uh, I, I don't listen to all her episodes. I've just listened to a few of them and there's some really good encouraging stuff in there. She focuses on, you know, creating wealth and income and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of good stuff there, but her uh, episode on June 9th of 2021 was on how to create a goal-friendly environment. And I thought it was really good and really helpful. And I, I, I encourage you to check that one out. If you sometimes have trouble making progress on your goals, that this she's talking about creating an environment that will help you do that. So she offers, for instance, a tip for creating an environment that will help you achieve your most important goal. And that is to Take a few minutes to envision the surroundings of a person who has already achieved that goal and start bringing your surroundings into alignment with that vision. So for example, she said, you know, if your goal is to lose weight, ask yourself, what would the refrigerator and pantry of the you who has lost weight look like? Picture what that would be like, and then start making yours look like that, you know, taking things out and putting things in that create that environment that supports the goal that you're trying to pursue. So I thought that was really interesting. And that's a a good episode to check out. The fourth podcast that I was going to mention is called Best Laid Plans, and with the host, Sarah Hart Unger. And it's basically, the this podcast is, uh, I'm quoting from her website, it's all things planners, planning, and planning adjacent. And so if you're, re- if you're into planners and how to make good use of planners and things like that, that's the kind of stuff she talks about here and about putting plans into action, uh, creating plans for your life and then putting them into action. A recent episode on July 19th of 2021 was on planning routines and crowding out bad habits. And I thought this was really good. This is again, very short episodes, um, just like the other ones, um, this, these are, can be very inspiring and very practical. And so on this episode, she talked about, among other things, how you can fill your days doing the things you love and being the person you want to be, and it will crowd out the habits that don't serve you. And we've talked before about how the best way to Uh, break a bad habit is to replace it with a good habit. It's hard to, hard to just break a habit, but you can replace it with a better one and, you know, build that into your, your brain, so to speak. And that's kind of what she's talking about here. Instead of trying to, to force yourself to not do the things, uh, the habits that don't serve you instead, fill up your time with the things you love doing, the, the things that make you happy, that make you feel good. And those will kind of automatically crowd out the things that don't serve you. So I thought that was really good. And that's an episode worth listening to. And then the the fifth podcast that I would recommend is called Hurry Slowly. 
and the host is Jocelyn K. Gly. She has solo episodes and episodes with guests. They're generally pretty short, again, maybe 15, 20 minutes on the theme of uh, how you can be more productive, creative, and resilient through the simple act of slowing down. And uh, she's got some great episodes there, again, both the solo episodes and the ones where she has some very interesting guests talking about that, that general theme. But one that I really like is kind of an older one um, from clear back in late 2018, November 5th of 2018, she published an episode called Who Are You Without the Doing? And some of the things she asked uh, in the episode, the question she asked herself, and she talks about how this became important to her, is who am I when I'm not using my mind or my body to try to achieve something? And this is a question, this who are you without the doing is a question that a a teacher asked her, a healer, I think she said. Uh, And so she talked about what that meant, that question meant to her and how she couldn't answer it at first. You know, who are you if you're not doing stuff? And so in, in the episode, she talks about the concept of tender discipline, basically being kind to yourself and gentle with yourself as you create the disciplines in your life that, that make you productive and, and, and all that. So it, it was an interesting episode. And again, I don't necessarily agree with her perspective on everything. Same with all of this. I've already said that, but this episode in particular had some very interesting food for thought for me, as I consider that question for, for myself, who, who am I outside of what I do? So worth checking out. And then finally, I thought I'd share just a few YouTube channels that I like that I think are worth checking out as contributing to a meaningfully productive life. YouTube channels are, you know, it's different from a podcast because a podcast you can listen while you're doing other things. And, you know, generally that that can be a good thing, but sometimes it's good to just sit down and really give something your attention as opposed to having it sort of playing in the background. And YouTube channels are that for me. I tend to watch these channels and anything I watch on YouTube sporadically. I don't watch every video that comes out and I tend to watch them when I'm on the treadmill, sometimes when I'm just kind of relaxing at the end of the day or something like that. But most of the time I'm watching these when I'm on the treadmill. So I'm getting some ideas and and distracting me a little bit because I don't like being on the treadmill. Uh, So here are some that I like uh, I'm I'm setting aside the channels that are hosted by people who've been guests on this show, um, and and just talking about some of the other ones. So the first one I mention is called Sophisticated Organization, and this is hosted by Sophie, who is a young lawyer who lives in the Denver, Colorado area where uh, she is, um, as I said, a lawyer, but also she does some organizing and some things like that. Her channel focuses on organization, cleaning, and just general productivity. She lives in an apartment with her husband. They got married, I think, a year or so ago, kind of during COVID. Uh, They are now expecting their first child. And 
I really like her positive, upbeat approach. And even though she's at a very different life stage than I am, I enjoy her very practical tips for getting your home and life organized. A recent one that she did that I enjoyed was a motivating weekend clean and cook with me, where she kind of took you through uh, a her weekend of the things that she did to clean and organize her home and the quick meal that she put together. She does a lot of things like that and then organize very, very organizing various spaces, stuff like that. So that was a good episode. And I will link that in the show notes in case you want to check it out. A second uh, YouTube channel that I really like is called Mama from Scratch. And this is hosted by Emily. She is a wife and a mother to two, two young boys. She does lots of home-related videos, including organization and decluttering and some decorating and things like that. I especially like watching her DIY do-it-yourself home decor projects where I, I just admire the fact she gets out her power tools and does the kinds of things in her home that I would typically ask my husband Mike to do. And so she, she you know, she's cutting boards and hanging things on the wall and building furniture and all kinds of things. And so you can get lots of neat ideas from her. She's a really sweet, um, you know, positive kind of person and takes you through showing you how she does some of these interesting projects. Her DIY mudroom makeover videos, very recent, were really something to watch. She, she built a, a mudroom uh, in her house or, you know, built-ins for the mudroom area of her house. And it was fun to watch her do that. So definitely check that out if you're interested in some ideas for your home. The third one is a, a, a YouTube channel called Hot and Flashy. And this is hosted by Angie. And it is a channel aimed at perimenopausal women. And for that audience, she talks about skincare, you know, anti-aging skincare, makeup, fashion, and all sorts of things like that for women who are in that stage of life. And so for instance, one series she has uh, every month, she talks about her faves and fails, which are products, tools, clothes, um, and by tools, I mean like skincare tools and um, things around the house and stuff like that, that she tried during the previous month and what she liked or didn't like about them. And so she gives really detailed recommendations. She's very upfront about uh procedures she's undergone and things like that, kind of anti-aging kinds of things. And, but it's not from a perspective of trying to pretend you're younger than you are. She really seems to come at it from just this perspective of let's be strong, healthy, and look as good as we can at every age of our lives. And she focuses, as I said, specifically on women at that stage of perimenopause. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And, and one of of her recent faves and fails episodes, you can get lots of recommendations or ideas of products to try or things like that if you're interested. And I will put a link to one of the recent faves and fails episodes in the show notes so you can check it out. Uh, the fourth YouTube channel, and this is one that I pretty much never miss one of her videos, is called Faith and Flower, and flower like the flower you bake with, F-L-O-U-R. And the host, Robin, is a woman who's a little older. And, and you know, let me back up and say, a lot of these, the YouTube channels are 
produced by younger women, women who are at an earlier stage of life than I am. I still learn from them. I enjoy watching them. I get ideas and stuff. But Angie from Hot and Flashy and Robin on Faith and Flower are closer to my age. I think they might still be, you know, maybe a couple years younger than me. But um, so I enjoy them because they, they bring a different perspective to their topics. So Robin, the host of Faith and Flower, is a mom to two adult sons, and she does videos about home organization and management, meal ideas, um, all kinds of things. And I really like her because, again, she's closer to my age. She has a very calm, pleasant approach that I enjoy one of her recent videos featured her weekly cleaning and homemaking routine. She does some of those where she kind of talks about what she does on each day of the week to keep her, her home up. So if that's something you're looking for some ideas or inspiration on, you might want to check out Robin. She is a, a Christian, but she really doesn't talk about that much. It's not a, a Christian channel by any stretch. It's just, that's kind of the backdrop for who she is as a person. And then the final YouTube channel I thought I'd share with you is called Mandy in the Making. And the host is Mandy. She's a, mo- a wife and a mom of, of uh, a couple kids, I think. I don't watch all her videos, but what I do watch is she does videos on what's for dinner. And I watch these for meal ideas. Because for me, the hardest part of cooking is figuring out what to cook. You know, you get tired of cooking the same old things all the time. And so Mandy... Uh, on these what's for dinner videos shares meals that she's prepared for her family she takes us through you know what the ingredients are the preparation she talks about shows and talks about how she prepares them shows us how she does it maybe what substitution she makes uh, most of these meals are very are fairly quick and easy to prepare and they use ingredients that I'm likely to have in my fridge freezer or pantry and so I really enjoy these I've gotten some neat ideas from uh, her videos and she's just fun to watch and she always at the end uh, after she prepares each meal then they she has her husband and son taste test it and give their feedback and her husband's kind of a hoot as he gives his impressions of of the meals that she cooks. And so I'll link to one of her recent best of what's for dinner videos and you can see kind of what she does there. So those are some ideas of recent productivity resource discoveries that I've been enjoying. Uh, I hope you find you know one or more of them interesting. I would love it if you would share some of yours. What books, podcasts, YouTube channels, or other resources have you found helpful lately in your efforts to make a life that matters? Please share those with us. You can do that by uh, sharing them in the comments section of the show notes for this episode, which again, you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 358. Or you can post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. If you are a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that is a great place to continue this conversation. And I will try to remember to maybe put up a post about it so you can, um, uh, we can gather all of your recommendations in one place so we can all check them out and enjoy them. Uh, If you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can always do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. I would love to hear from you. 
Uh, I mentioned earlier that this episode was inspired by responses to the survey. I so appreciate the feedback I've been getting. Um, so it's been encouraging. It's been thought provoking. You've given me some, some things to think about as I move forward and giving me lots of ideas for the future of the podcast. So if you haven't yet completed the survey, I still would love to hear from you. I'm going to keep it up for a while longer. You can go to theproductivewoman.com slash survey 2021. And I will have a link to that in the show notes for this episode. So you can just go there and click on it. I don't think it takes more than three or four minutes to complete it, but it's very helpful for me to get that feedback. And that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I, I sincerely hope you felt like it was worthwhile. I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. Matter.